This is Rita Hogan, and welcome to the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I'm a clinical canine herbalist, and I've been practicing for over 20 years. This podcast is all about your dog through an herbal lens. So let's get to it and dive right in. Welcome to another edition of our shorts. Shorts are little bits of information that you can share with your dog-loving friends or, you know, people without dogs. They might like it. You never know. Don't judge. So we are going to talk today about poop. Before we get into poop, (laughs) I want to thank my sponsor, earthbuddypet.com. And they have given us a generous coupon of HerbalBuddy20, all lowercase with a 2-0, to get 20% off your order. Now, I have fallen in love with one of their products. It's their immune tincture. It's allergy and immune support. I love this mixture. It's really a, a nice tincture for these, like, these seasonal changes we've got going on right now. Okay. And you can use it acutely for pretty much any dog. And it's a mixture of agaricon mushroom, cordyceps, lion's mane, reishi, turkey tail. And then it's blended with elderberry extract. I love that combination. Sean, who is the owner of Earth Buddy, congratulations on this tincture. It's a lovely formula. I like it a lot. And I would definitely check it out. It is a wonderful way to boost the immune system and deal with the up and down temperatures for yourself and your dog. Yes, it's for dogs, but you could use it too. So check it out, earthbuddypet.com. Okay, let's talk about healing protocols and poop. So I recently had an interaction with a client and they were worried about their dog having non-perfect poops when they started the protocol we put together. Here's the thing. A lot of people come to me when their dogs are very ill and they're extremely imbalanced and healing definitely has to happen. It didn't get there quickly. It took a long time to get to this state and now we have to start building a foundation for healing the body and straightening straightening things out. I balance the body. I do not treat disease, okay? So I'm looking at the gastrointestinal tract. I'm looking at the liver. I'm looking at the kidneys. I'm looking at the lymphatic system. I'm looking at the cardiac system. And I'm saying, you know, what is out of balance here? Because everything's connected, right? How, how are the cells doing? Obviously, cellular structures need cleaning, Okay, so the lymphatic system is like your dog's internal sewage system. And it cleans the fluids that are left over from blood circulation, which become what's called lymph. And that goes into the blood circulation after it's been put through a bunch of nodes in the lymphatic system. And then things can be filtered by the liver and the kidneys And everything gets filtered by the liver and the kidneys, okay? And the lymphatics, which then go to the liver and the kidneys. But what we want to see is that urine is being filtered, right? Is, I mean, is the manifestation of kidney filtering, okay? And then 
the stool, dog's poop, also has wastes in it, okay? And when you are changing the environment inside your dog, there is no way, well, let's just give it a 1% chance, that you are going to get through it without some ugly poop days, all right? We all have ugly poop days. We have ugly poop days, and so do our dogs. And mucus poops, unless they're chronic, like all the time, every day, they're not really something to be concerned about if they're intermittent, especially when you are making changes in the diet or with supplements and herbs. Even homeopathy can affect stool consistency. I had someone tell me today, or not today, but this week, that their dog's poop was great even when they were taking antibiotics. And they felt that that meant that their dog was still healthy. Not true. If your dog is taking antibiotics, their microbiome is being destroyed and they are going to be unhealthy. Yes, the antibiotics can definitely clear up what you wanted it to, but it's going to take the whole gang with it. And that's when you get disease that's going to build over a period of months. So usually you do not, your vet is not going to, or your allopathic vet, your holistic vet might definitely put this two and two together. But, you know, the antibiotics that your dog took 90 days prior or 60 days prior or even 120 days prior has anything to do with what's happening in their body today. And unless you take just quick action with the microbiome after antibiotics, your dog is going to, well, their health is going to go downward. And so... Perfect poop does not always equate perfect health. Okay, let's repeat that. Perfect poop does not always equate perfect health. And poor poop does not always equate poor health. Yes, it's good to have consistent good pooping. Absolutely. And what you're looking for is a, you know, a single piece of poo that comes out. And this is, you know, we can talk human here, folks. Your poo needs to be a good, solid piece of poo. If you're, you or your dog are pooping in little segments, there's issues there. We need to work on that. And this is consistency. We're not talking about the one-off poo. So you definitely need to know that there is no need to panic but there's sometimes work to be done. Now, if your dog has horrible poo, like diarrhea for like three or four days, right? We want to be careful with that. Another thing is, is if they have mucus stools for two weeks in a row, something is going awry. It's something, I mean, every single day, things, yes, that is an indication of lots of things, you know. Mucus in the stool can mean, you know, it can mean dietary changes, it can mean stress, it can mean food intolerance, definitely inflammation, sometimes IBD, which is basically, we don't know what's wrong with your dog's colon, but it is inflamed. It can be parasites or protozoans or fungus or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. 
Uh, it e- even with other symptoms could mean your dog have parvo, okay? Or it ate something it wasn't supposed to, or it maybe has a tumor in its in its intestines. Yeah, there can be really nasty things out there. However, those usually indicate consistent longer-term issues. So I'm talking about when you start a protocol and you get the intermittent bad poop, nasty poop, not looking so great, filled with a coat of mucus, don't panic, breathe, talk to whomever you've done your protocol with. Know that usually these poops start within the second day of being on the protocol and don't last for more than a few days. If they last for more than three days, alert the person that put the protocol together so they can help you figure out what's going on. Usually it's a dietary concern, something's not right, or whatever supplement you started or herb may not be the herb for your dog. No one has a crystal ball. Your dog and the herb or your dog and the supplement or your dog and the food come together and decide if things are going to work. Okay. And that's really important to understand. And it doesn't mean the supplement's bad. It doesn't mean the herb is terrible. It just means it's not right for your dog. And then with commercial foods and commercial diets, there's so many different recipes out there, so many different formulas, right? That you really need to take into account that one formula can affect your dog in a completely different way than another formula, even some that read the same, where the protein was sourced from, how stressed the animal was when it died. This is, yes, animals do die for our dog food. It's unfortunate. And for me, it's sad making me wish I was a rabbit herbalist, but I have to deal with the matter at hand, which you know, animals do get stressed. And it was it factory farm meat? Was it pastured meat? Like, you know, is the energetics off? Usually the energetics is off when it's a dietary issue and or your dog can't handle the type of protein that is being given. But feeding your dog appropriate energetic food consistently, because energetics is all about consistency, what you consistently feed, it causes inflammation. And inflammation causes a lot of bad poo, okay? And if you see red, bright red blood in the poo, again, breathe and treat your dog for an inflamed colon. Don't run and get flagell at the vet because flagell will cause so many more issues than you're dealing with. Just, you know, use some slippery elm or some marshmallow root, adored beast gut soothe, or something to that matter, plantain, turmeric, ginger. Those are all good anti-inflammatories and try to bring down that inflammation. Yarrow is a good stipic, which stops bleeding. These are all things that you can use for your dog. CBD oil, okay, can be used for gastrointestinal inflammation. So these are a few things to keep in mind when your dog has a poor poo, when you are making changes in their diet 
or you are starting a new protocol. That is the context for this conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you love Dogs Are Individuals podcast, share it with your friends and family who love dogs. This will help me so much. And remember, as a listener, I appreciate you. Much thanks to Resonant Media, my podcast production team. This podcast is produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. Any questions? Email the show. Go to canineherbalist.com, click podcast contact in the menu, and then fill out that form, and I'll answer any questions here online. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals podcast, and I'm going to talk to you in our next episode. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for veterinary care. This podcast doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor, veterinarian, or healthcare provider first before starting anything new, and that includes herbs. I'm not a doctor, and I don't treat disease or prescribe anything. I'm a traditional herbalist providing herbal support education only. Regarding any products I may suggest, the statements made regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here on the podcast is not meant as a substitute or alternative to information from your vet. Please consult your veterinary professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product.